So I've got some good news. What's that? I remember the name of our podcast. What's the name of the podcast, Paul? Everyone, welcome to The Last Straw. My name is Paul Smythe. Episode 2, here with Drew. Um, yes, I'm joined by my co-host, Drew Paget. That's me. That's right. Today is August 9th, 2018. That's a Thursday. That's correct. Just like uh, last week, August 2nd, 2018. Also a Thursday. That's correct. So uh, Sensing a theme here. Yeah, it's... We'll see. We'll see how how uh, diligently we stick to the schedule, but it seems right. Seems though both both times it's rained, so uh, we'll see if that's a theme also. Hey, if it continues, it is consistent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe it's just kind of what we need to make sure we're always bringing high quality content to you, our now three listeners. You know when I hope it doesn't rain? When's that? At your bachelor party. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> I guess I agree with that. We're uh, we're headed up to... King of the Segways over here. Yeah, well. We're headed up to uh, the mountains of North Georgia in a week. Yeah, boy. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, well, eight days. Right. I'm, uh, Which would be August 17th, 2018. Correct. <laughs> August 17th through August 19th. That includes August uh, 18th, in case... Yes. You know. A weekend getaway, if you will. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm... Uh, for our listeners out there, I'm getting married September 1st, so we're uh, trying to get a little get-together with just, you know... A lot going on on September 1st. With the boys. What else is going on the first? Well, it's the start of the college football season. Oh. <laughs> it, is, it is my dad and aunt's birthday. Wait, does that mean there are people who are uh, going to be missing the game for our wedding? Yes, I will be missing a game, yes. Like uh, Carolina does not have an important game, so it does not matter. What about Clemson? They play Furman. Really? I feel bad now. That's Yeah, it's a Saturday. Oh, Both man. teams don't play meaningful games. It does not matter. Well, still, everyone, we live in the South. I am going to be um, making at least 100, maybe close to 200 people miss football. So I'll let you know. Not all of which care about football. Well, right, but some of them do. So we'll have to report back and let you know how it goes. Hopefully we didn't have any rides or anything. To be determined. Yeah, well... I'll tell you what though, this wedding planning is ridiculous. <laughs> How so? I, we, uh, it's it's a lot of work. I think um, anyone who's uh, going to be getting married in the near future should hire a wedding planner or consider hiring a wedding planner. Well, those could cost a good bit. Yeah. What's um, the average price for a wedding planner? Funny you ask. I actually happen to know. Okay. I don't know the exact number, <laughs> but it's you're, you're going to spend around three thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean it's significant, but if you have if you have a budget for a wedding, I would figure a way to work it into the budget because it's 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 awesome. I'm really looking forward to it, but I'm also kind of you know ready for the planning portion to be done and just to have it happen because it's a headache. Well, I'm not spending the money on it, but I can only imagine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, really, I am looking forward to it. It's just there's a lot that goes into it. So I think a wedding planner would have made things a lot easier. But, you know, we chose to do it how we're going to do it. And we're going to have a good wedding regardless. So are we talking cash bar or open bar? What's the free one? Open. Open. It is going to be open. Yes, it's it's an open Hell bar. Hell yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we're, uh, we, we've, we'll, we'll have a little menu and stuff that people can enjoy. So I'm. Um, I was I was insistent on that actually. That's actually something I don't know about the kind of food you're gonna have. I don't know where it's gonna be from, what it is. Give me some idea here. Well, it's a a barbecue place in Union. What's the name of that place? It is Midway Barbecue. Shout out to Jay and his wife. Not a sponsor. <laughs> uh, it's it's we're I think we're getting steak and ham, which aren't even barbecue. No, they're not. But for the. Uh, the uh, what's what's the thing that happens the night before the the part the wedding? The night before the rehearsal. Rehearsal. Yeah, rehearsal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll have actual barbecue for midnight. Hey, looking forward to that. Yeah, it's it'll be good. Unless I miss it. Well, <laughs> it'll be good if you're there. Kind of have to be. Yeah, I guess it would kind of be frowned upon. <laughs> but yeah, so we're we're doing that. Um, so everyone knows another another uh, recommendation for those future wedding planners out there. Find a small town, see if they have a really cheap wedding venue. 
we got extremely lucky in Union, South Carolina with an unbelievable deal. Now, how much are we talking for a good deal here? Well, so most venues are, you're going to be definitely multiple thousand. A lot of venues are going to be 5,000 plus if they're really nice. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weddings. It's just kind of the nature of the business. But the venue we found, the entire price was less than the deposit for almost any other place we were at, which significant. I don't think I need. Uh, am I? I don't think I'm supposed to share numbers, but it's it's significant. Got a hell of a deal. Yeah, from so, what I understand. Yeah, 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 it's 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 phenomenal. So, um, you know that's that's a recommendation. If if you live in a more populated city, maybe see if there's something in the surrounding area that's close enough for everyone to drive but because because there's a good chance if it's a smaller town it'll it will be more affordable wedding tips from a guy getting married not yes exactly i'm i'm an expert on my wedding (laughs) no one else can be that's okay my fiance she can be an expert well she's not here at the moment her mother and my mother and others planning with us so why does your fiance leave you for the night oh she's uh why do I know the answer to this and you don't? That's a good question. She's uh, a, a wedding planning. It's it's really wedding planning. Yeah, yeah. I think the, in, in general, the women do have to make more decisions about decorations and things like that. Stereotypically, yes. No, I mean, that's just how it's going for us. It's uh, I, I'm, I'm ready and willing to contribute, but I think she's handling a lot of it just because she knows how she wants it. And there's not much I'd be contributing at this point. To be honest, you just want it to be over with. Well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm ready to get married. Yeah, to get it done with. Nope, nope. I'm ready to get married. I'm looking forward to it. It's, I, I think it's going to be pretty awesome. We'll get there. Do you think you're going to cry on stage or whatever? Oh, gosh. At the altar. So there there are expectations, um, all, all the future grooms out there. There are sometimes expectations, um, but I, I'm, I'm going to treat it as I'm going to react how I'm going to react. I'm going to be extremely happy either way. So I don't know. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm. I, I really am excited for it. We'll, we'll, I don't know if tears come out. I don't. I don't necessarily uh, cry when I'm happy most times. So we'll find out. Now, does your best man have a speech or no? He has to give one. Well, he, he's got it. I'm. He's very charismatic, so I'm not worried. Only met him once, and charisma is not the first thing <laughs> I thought of. I'm not worried. He's I, he's got it. Definitely not an issue. Especially with an open bar. Do I have to give a speech? Um, maybe a toast. Okay. Well, maybe I'll record it and then I can share it on our podcast because yeah. that wouldn't be awkward at all. Also, if there are really awkward moments during said toast <laughs> slash speech, right. that would be hilarious. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess if we're trying to be funny, we can have people laughing at my attempt at a speech. Well, some people try to be funny. Some people are funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm generally just really funny, so... Eh. <laughs> no, He's just, about halfway done his first Pepsi and rum. No, nah, more like uh, two-thirds. Nope, definitely half. No, because I didn't fill it up the entire... It's Hello, audience, you don't care. If you didn't fill it up, it would be like one-third. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so, wedding's coming up. Um, expectations are there, groomed sometime. React how you want to react. Just make sure it's genuine. And genuine. Shout out to Genuine. Not a sponsor. R&B singer. I didn't know. I know you've heard the song Pony. I sure. I don't know. We got to move on now. Yeah, I'm not going to focus on that. Yeah, it's uh, not important. So what we're going to do today. Yeah, what's on the slate? We're going to do a little game of Would You Rather. Ooh. Yeah, so Would You Rather is, it can it can be many different things. But essentially... It's it, pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, but it can be extremely raunchy or just really boring. Well, we don't go boring here. We're also not going full raunchy either. Damn. <laughs> so, I have not seen these questions or heard these questions. Right. So we're, we're just going to kind of do Would You Rather, and what it does is it presents the participant with two options, and then they just pick which option they would rather do. And most of the time, it's two negative things, so you have to pick the lesser of two evils. Or two really good things. Yeah, right, but... but not, that's not as fun. And not as common either. Pull these up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got seven here. 
more than seven. Enough. Oh, okay. Enough. Oh, wow. So I'll kind of I'll act as I'm the seeing at least here. ten. Yeah, well, we might not do all these. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what we get to. We'll see how quickly we get bored of this. Okay. Um, first one is: Would you rather swim three hundred meters through shit or dead bodies? Like literal feces? Right, right. Or literal dead bodies? Well, feces would be easier on the body. It would. Well, dead bodies are solid masses. Can't really swim through solid masses. I guess feces can be like part liquid. I guess it's kind of assumed that you would have some sort of path to swim, but maybe you're right. I would definitely choose feces based on physics alone. Well, so I'm also going to agree with you because um, when people die, don't they release um, their bowels anyway? That is the common known nomenclature, I suppose. I don't know if it's... I think it's just, like, scientific fact. <laughs> sure. I probably misuse nomenclature. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So, I think... Fuck um, off, you grammar Nazis. I, I think, I think actually, you, you're correct. It would, uh... Otherwise, it would just be a little... Well, you can't be correct. It's subjective. I don't know. It seems like the right answer, though. Because, one, you're just uh, swimming through feces. The other, you're swimming through dead body and likely feces. Also, probably urine. Maybe some blood. Right. So, yeah, seems like, though that could also be in the feces. <laughs> Can we just move on yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> we may have to cut that. <laughs> no, we're not cutting that. That's no. hilarious. Um, so, next one is, would you rather have a dog with a cat's personality or a cat with a dog's personality? Well, hold on a minute now. Not all dogs have the same personality. You, there, it's, it's, you can generally kind of put together a basic dog and get the person out. Okay, so let's just say... More friendly. Let's just say for generic purposes, dogs are more playful, loyal. Playful, loyal, friendly. Yes, protective. Needy. Uh, yeah, definitely needy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, fine. I have a dog and a cat. Okay, well, now cats are more to themselves. Right. Kind of proud. Easy to take care of. Yes, very easy to take is, care of. does the personality mean that the dog will poop in a litter box? <laughs> mm, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm going to say no. I think the uh, waste, the, the body waste, is uh, the, the process is still the same. We're just talking kind of personality. Okay, so the dog is now more proud, less helpful, kind of stays to itself, while the cat is more loyal, playful... Yeah. Okay, that's a little weird. You have to pick one. It's whether you would rather the dog with the cat's personality or the cat with the dog's personality. I'm going to go cat with the dog's personality. I'll tell you why. Mm-hmm. A cat, like you said, easier to take care of. Right. And if it's the same, well, the same, I guess, bathroom usage pattern. So the dog still goes outside and the cat still goes inside. Oh. I think you're looking too much into the the bathroom usage. We have to. Well, if the cat has the dog's personality and still uses the litter box, that's the win-win. Correct. Yeah, I think you're right. That's, that was going to be my answer as well. We got to start disagreeing on these things. Else, it's not fun. I'm, I'm sure it'll come, but that's I think, what she said. I think we'll just. <laughs> I, I think we'll just stick with. Uh, right now, I think we're on the same page because. You, you have the dog's friendly personality just in a smaller package, so it's a little bit easier to manage. So I'm, I think that's right. Agreed. Yep. Moving on. Next one. If you, were, if you were reborn in a new life, would you rather be alive in the past or the future? How far in the past are we talking about here? Um, let's say you don't, have a, you don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. Uh, no, no. Let's just say 100 years in the past, 100 years in the future. Make it actually something. So... Around the end of World War One, <laughs> or <laughs> yeah. twenty-one eighteen. Right, right. Well, the way it's going now, I'm gonna have to say past. Yeah, we might be like, Florida may be fully underwater finally. Finally, yeah, we're all looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, joking. Um, Post World War One era. America, I guess. I think I would I would pick future. Oh, really? Why is that? I'm not a history guy. I don't necessarily care much about previous. Whatever. Well, you got the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, and also yeah, like. But then you have the Great Depression. Was there was air conditioning uh, commonly used in the twenties? I am not sure. I doubt it. Well, but there that, are a lot of things we wouldn't have 
if we went back quality of life is just going to be better 100 years from now maybe no definitely I guess you're right yeah Florida it'd be a wasteland yeah yeah well and we have three Californias finally at least then you could kind of learn what happened instead of going in the past and just having no idea now would you be able to come back to the present at any point uh, or just live out the rest of your days in past or future. I don't know. I read you the whole variables. Question. I don't know the questions. <laughs> I don't. I don't know the uh, the underlying questions here. We'll say no. No, I think it's you're stuck there. Okay. Well, I'm still gonna stick with the past. I'm gonna stick with the future. Do you know what you know now? Yeah. You you are yourself right now. I think, and you just kind of it's it's time travel. You go back a hundred years or go forward a hundred years. Okay, well, if I went back a hundred years wearing what I'm wearing now, they'd all, like, shit themselves. Well, yeah, maybe you have to... I guess the question is, do you have some time to try and pack and just bring a bunch of stuff? <laughs> yeah, because I have 1918 clothing. No, no, I mean pack... Um, if you If you just pack weird clothes, pack stuff that would throw people off and would benefit you somehow my phone yeah but you wouldn't have a cell tower that's true but if you pack um cameras yeah you know, even an old polaroid that spits the spits the image out you could probably make a lot of money doing game that. boy advanced so it's about can you prepare yourself to be successful once you've made the transfer mm. so actually really instead of packing stuff you should do some research find out like what sports teams won so you can do some gambling Build up your money. Well, football wasn't really around. Baseball. You just gamble on baseball. Baseball, there you go. Probably got Shoeless Joe Jackson around that time. I don't know. I'm not sure yeah, how accurate that is. I don't know. Whereas if you went in the future, you'd, you'd be at a disadvantage. That's true. That's true. But you're still sticking with it, huh? I guess so. All right, well, what's the next one? So the next one is, would you rather eat poop that tastes like chocolate or chocolate that tastes like poop? I've heard this one before. No. I'm going with the chocolate that tastes like poop. Because you're still eating chocolate. Right, yeah. I can't agree. really get any diseases. That, that seems, yeah, that seems right. That, yeah. You just got to move on from that right. one. That's too easy. Yeah. Would you rather experience the beginning of planet Earth or the end of planet Earth? Beginning such as like... Just the beginning. Hmm. Like the start or the end? I'm going to go with start. Right, yeah. Because if you go in the end, you die. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. But if you go to the beginning, there's no one else. Right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Easy one, easy. Come on. Yeah. Probably supposed to be hard. Would you rather... Ooh, this is a fun one. Ooh, fun. Would you rather run at 100 miles an hour or fly at 10 miles an hour? Fly. Yeah, that was my thought also. Unless you're a really fast runner, and then you could kind of use that to go off a ramp and fly for a little bit. I'm not Barry Allen. Also, if you if you could run 100 miles per hour, you could uh, be able to like run into a bank real quick, steal everything, and run out. Well, it doesn't really give you the ability to go through walls or over counters with grace. Yeah, well. Yeah, I'm still going to fly. Yeah, I think fly also. It would be really cool to fly. You could avoid traffic. Right, yeah. You'd be faster in a car just because you'd avoid traffic. Also, people would be like, hey, who's that fucking guy flying? Right, right. You'd make money. <laughs> you just you could be a circus act or a... People would, people would pay to see you. It would be a easy thing. Just get up all that high stuff on the top shelf at Costco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that, that's why I'm Major benefit from there that. There we go. We figured it out. <laughs> What's the next one? Come on, give me something difficult. Would you rather have no one show up to your wedding or your funeral? That's rough. <laughs> Finally, I've got something to think about. Yeah, that's a tough one. Oh, um, you're about to get married. Right, right. Some people would say it's the same event. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that. Because your single life dies when you get married. That's correct. If you do it right. That's correct. If you think of it as different actual events, which they are. Yep. Nobody at the wedding or no one at the funeral. I'm going to go funeral because I'm already dead and I don't really care. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, funeral, at least your feelings won't can't be hurt because you're not there anymore. Uh, yeah, you can't feel. So I'm going to be cremated anyway. So Yeah, I guess the wedding's supposed to be really fun. But rather, and maybe at my funeral it's because I lived to 120 and everyone who knows me is already dead. That is supposedly the maximum lifespan. In like 130, 
and everyone who knows me is already dead. I, I know people younger than me. Well, yeah, we all do. They have to be dead, too. I don't think you're living to 130. Right, yeah. More like 125, realistically. Uh, mid-50s. Good enough. <laughs> I'll take it. So, let's see. Let's do a few more of these. Okay. I want to... Yeah, yeah. Overkill I, here. So I've, I've got a couple more that I think will be good. Okay. Um, would you rather know how you'll die or when you'll die? I'm gonna go when. I'd rather not know how I'm gonna die. I think, I especially think. if it's violent. Well, so it's really tough because if you know how, every time you're in a similar scenario, you'll not know what. Yeah, I mean, if you're if you're in a similar scenario, you'll not know if you're gonna die this time or if it's in the future. But that I also don't want to know when I'm going to die. Well, you don't want to know either one. I think I would roll the dice and go how, and hope it's just like on my deathbed or something. Pretty boring scenario there. Right, and that, that way you don't have to, There's you're not like, oh no, am I going to die here? You'll know when you're going to die. Okay, um, I'm fine with that. So, one more. Yeah, yeah. Let me, Give me one more solid would you rather. Okay, so, the last one is lay it on me would you rather have a billion dollars to your name or spend a thousand dollars for each hungry and homeless person spend it or give it to them spend a thousand dollars for them like buy stuff for them i guess you can buy them food you can buy them clothing it's just, it just says spend a hundred dollars for someone who is hungry and a hundred or a thousand a thousand a thousand now if you had the billion dollars you could be philanthropic at your own pace. Yes. I, I, I guess it would depend on if you think you can help every homeless person with that billion. Probably not. Right. Well, how many homeless people are there? Do some research. Probably not going to give you an exact number. Well, so uh, uh, Amer- in just America, we've got 560,000. It's probably much worse in other countries 1.6 billion homeless homeless are you out of your fucking mind <laughs> that's what uh this, yeah that's what uh wikipedia says that's and almost 20 percent. everyone knows you can trust wikipedia that's well true. i think not everyone is uh quite as good a shape as we are well i'm below the poverty line maybe but not the uh world poverty line that's true apparently not that's for sure you know what uh what it takes to be the 1% in the world, what annual income? 37000 I'm pretty sure. How'd you know that? Uh, I saw that stat years ago. It yep. might have changed. Well, it's probably gone up a little bit just because of inflation. Dumb inflation. Speaking of inflation. What about it? You remember when you could go to a fast food restaurant and get food for like... Dollar? Yeah. Sounds <laughs> like a dollar nineteen. Basically. I remember, you know, you could go to McDonald's and be full for three bucks. Right. Well, a normal person, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, as anyways, inflation. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> what a tagline. Tell me about it. But anyway, what what would you rather? A billion dollars or a thousand for each hungry? I'm going billion dollars. I would definitely be philanthropic with it. Right, and I guess you could invest it and turn it into enough money. But yeah, I mean, with, with, with the uh, billion dollars, you could invest it. At a 10% return, you could make... Um, because a hundred million dollars in a year, that's a lot. Yeah, and then you could use that. So yeah, I mean that that seems like a good way to go. Question is though, if you take the thousand dollars and give it to each uh, hungry and homeless person, it would throw off the economy <laughs> a lot. <laughs> because a thousand dollars, that's I guess that would be a trillion. Was a thousand times a billion? No, yeah, that's a trillion. Or ten trillion. No, a thousand times a billion is right. a trillion. A trillion, yep. Which I guess in the U.S. wouldn't be a big deal. We we throw that away each year. More than that, probably. Um, huh. Pretty sure the CEO of Amazon, Jeff Bezos, however right. you say it. Yeah. I think he's worth close to one trillion. Well, I'll be there with you soon, one day, Jeff. Yeah, one trillion dollars. <laughs> That's also, a fuck ton of money. if you give it to someone in an underdeveloped poor country, $1,000 could make them a wealthy person in that country. That's a fact. That's kind of... I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing. I'm still sticking with the billion dollars. I, I feel like 
I'll, I'll go on the other side and say a thousand for each hungry and homeless person. So I get to be the asshole. Great. Well, I could also be the one completely screwing things up. That's true. We just don't know. When we probably never will. That's correct. I'm not going to rule it out, though. I don't, I don't think a situa- situation like this would actually ever happen. Not going to rule I mean, it out. I know it would never happen with some weird whatever was going well, on. Well, if you had a billion dollars, you know what you could buy a lot of? Uh, rum and Coke? No, I'm going to say fast food. Uh, from what restaurants? I don't think it matters. You know why? Why is that? Because they all eventually mess up an order. That's true. <laughs> and you know what? He knows what we're talking about next. What are we talking about next? <laughs> so we're going to do a segment that we did last week on August 2nd, 2018. And this week, uh, today on August 9th, 2018, we'll be doing it again. The segment is, Is It Really That Bad? And for anyone who didn't listen to that one, why weren't you listening? Yeah, why weren't you listening? Also, it's you're a, a bad listener. It's it's <laughs> we love our listeners, by the way. Uh, it's a back. In in this in this segment, basically what we're going to be doing is discussing situations where um, it might be certain people might be outraged or they just think it's just not good at all, and we'll we'll kind of be coming at it um, with the question: Is it really that bad? Get some perspective. Right. You know, is is this issue that we're talking about really that bad? I don't remember what we talked about last week, but I think we were pretty... Uh, we talked about, is it really that bad to only read the headline right, of an right. article? And, and you know, I, I feel like I kind of changed my stance a little bit because it is... It is what was your original stance? Well, at first I was like, nah, who cares? But if, if you're... If you're influencing people like us, because we're influencers at Very this point. influential. Yep, yep. Uh, if you're influencing people, you're all sheep. You don't want to. If, if you're you you don't want to be drawing your conclusions and whatever from the headlines. You want to actually know the real story. So, you know, it actually might depending on uh, your role within society. You should probably read the actual article. You probably should, but almost no one does. Right, and that's because most of the time they don't. Maybe it's water cooler talk or whatever, but... Or we're just lazy and don't want to read. That too. I know I am. Yeah, well. So, anyways, so today's Is It Really That Bad? Is fast food restaurants messing up orders on your food. Is it really that bad for them to do so? Correct. Is it, is it really that bad when they mess up your order? That's a good question. What is your stance on it? So, I am of the opinion that... You are going to a fast food restaurant. You are ordering most of the time pre-made or pretty uniform food. If you're making customizations, then you should probably expect some errors. Fair. I think um, also because generally individuals who are working at fast food are not paid to care that much. Hell no. So if you're really expecting... A top top shelf service, top shelf product. You're in the wrong place. So I think it's not that bad. I think it's really just kind of to be expected. I agree with some of that. However, I will say mm-hmm. you did bring up the point. It's supposed to be more uniform of an item, right? So if you do get it messed up, but it's on the menu, a lot of people order it. Why is it messed up? I would I would guess that most messed up orders come when there are customizations. Well, I'm saying with people mess up orders without having customizations requested. So I guess I've had it happen to me multiple times. Well, you mean they give you the wrong item? That or they forget something on the regular item? Yeah, I mean, so the wrong item one is a little unforgivable because I'm pretty sure they're uh, you know pretty. Pretty well thought out systems so that people know what you ordered. Well, one example I have is one time I got a chicken sandwich mm-hmm. from a well-known chain mm-hmm. with no top bun. <laughs> that's that's a fact. Well, you know what? No, I don't. Maybe you just were asking for too much. For another bun? <laughs> well, sometimes, if, if the fast food worker is working really hard, maybe they just feel like, you know, they don't need to worry about another bun. You already have one bun. Why do you need two? It's not like you're paying primo price for it. 
it's implied that it comes with two buns. He's right. He's right. A, as do all sandwiches. This, that one. That one's. That one's on the uh, lower end of the acceptable range. I think that's probably a. <laughs> I didn't notice till it was too late. It was already at my apartment. Right. Yeah. I. I I'm, I'm kinda, not going to turn back around. I'm kind of bad about that as well. If I go to a fast food restaurant, I don't check my food. There's one place I go where I always check the box because mm-hmm. one time they forgot my fries. Who was that? I can't tell you. Oh. You know, defamation and whatnot. A, a fat, right. We, we need to save room. It's for, a pretty popular chicken chain. We need to save, I will say that. We need to save room for future sponsors, and I would love to be sponsored by that chicken chain. I'd, be, I'd love to be sponsored by any food, fast food, even healthy food. Let's be real here. We'll take anyone. (laughs) (laughs) Except Pepsi. No, no, no. We'll take Pepsi, please. Okay, we'll take Pepsi. Yeah. (laughs) Not a sponsor. I would. (laughs) Yeah. Implied. (laughs) (laughs) So, all in all, though, is it really that bad? I'd have to say no. I agree. Because, like you said, they don't get paid well. Right. They really don't care. No, they don't. That much. And and because of the pay. I think if we're in a similar situation, we wouldn't care either. Right. Well, one good thing about millennials is mm-hmm. they tend to be more patient oh. because they have the same type of jobs or have had uh-huh. the same type of jobs right? Yep. in the service industry. Yep, exactly. So take that. Whereas some of these baby boomers or Gen X people may have just worked either not at all or in an office most of their life. Well, who knows? Right, right, but different uh yeah i'm of the opinion everyone should have to work one year in the service industry yeah um i think it would teach you a lot of things it would uh potentially ruin your outlook on people a little yeah it has for me (laughs) so so maybe maybe we cut that back a little bit we want people to be everyone should have an experience dealing with shitty people yeah yeah i guess it doesn't have to be in the food industry yeah if, if you can if you can get out of the way i guess you're ready for it in the future. It makes you a better person in the long run. Right. I believe. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's, that's fine. I, I think that makes sense. So final stances here on this topic. It's really not that bad for me. However, I can see where it's easily avoidable. Some of these mistakes right, that right. they make. Yeah. yeah it's, well, not, it's not that common of an occurrence. Most of it is pretty easy, easily avoidable. It's it's common for my fiance because she customizes things. Oh. So, like like really detailed? No, no, no. Pretty reasonable customizations. Like just I'm, added sauces or toppings? If I, or? Yeah, if I'm being honest. It's reasonable customizations. And it's it maybe a third of the time it's wrong. Okay. Which... A third of the time seems like a lot. It, <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. And I tell her every time, you know... It's fast food. You know what you're getting. Yeah, it's a set menu. But she she does have a right to not be happy because we did pay for it. So, but I, I am also of the opinion that it's not a big deal. You know, it's just, you get what you get. Yep. That's about it. Yep. But if we're, if we're talking about bad restaurant experience, what is the worst restaurant experience you've had in general and not, not necessarily fast food? In general, wow. In, in general. I actually have one in my head. Oh, I've got it. I can't say the name of the place, right? But it's a pretty popular local restaurant uh-huh. in South Carolina, Greenville. Yes, not to. And a very popular part of town. And they're known for wings, I guess. Mm. Potentially but, on Main Street in Greenville, but not not pinpointing or anything. Nope, no name of business being given. <laughs> However. It's not on Main Street. Oh, okay. Yes. Right. Forget, oh. forget the street. Right, The right. point is, they're open till, I want to say 1 o'clock a.m. most nights. Okay. I go in with a friend of mine at about 10.30. Place is almost dead. They still have two and a half hours before close. Right. We get our drinks, two waters. Waiter comes over. I put my order in. I sit there for 25 minutes. Drink's gone. He never shows back up. <laughs> Another waiter comes up, asks for order again. Oh, gosh. Fifteen more minutes go by, still no food. Uh-uh. We end up just walking out. Yeah, I mean... It's water, so it's free. We just walk out. Uh, oh, oh, it's water. Okay. Yeah. We ended up going to Waffle House. Shout out to Waffle House. Not a sponsor yet. Hopefully. I'm telling you what. Waffle House's hash browns are 
unbelievable. So good. Waffles as well. Ridiculous. Have you ever had their country ham? I went through... Oh, my goodness. Well, I've had it on the hash browns. No, I'm not talking about the chunk stuff. I'm talking about the big slab of ham you get. No, I've I've just had the chunked. Oh, buddy. But Waffle House, please be our first sponsor. Yes, please. Oh. There was a... For about a week, I, um... I thought I was going vegetarian. Ooh. And my uh, main concern was I wouldn't be able to have chunked hash browns at Waffle House anymore. <laughs> chunked means they come with ham. Correct, yes. It's it's uh, sliced or diced ham. Diced, yes. That's uh, mixed in with the hash browns. And you throw some ketchup on it. It's so good. I'm more of a hot sauce guy. Well, yeah, I mean, so it's funny because ketchup, I think, is kind of considered... Um, on the lower end of condiments. That is your baseline condiment. Right, but I'm of the opinion that who cares? <laughs> Why do we have to be snobs about ketchup? I just want to have some ketchup. About ketchup only or condiments in general? Yeah, sure, condiments, but like... Why? Why? Why does it matter? I'm a big time condiment snob. Like, does 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 the fact that you like mustard more than ketchup make you more intellectual than? It me? depends on which one you put on what. No, just like no. You're not gonna put mustard on eggs. You like what you like, though that's true. But you like what you like, and your prefer- preference in condiments should not matter. Well, no, it shouldn't matter, but it's still a hot topic. That's fine. Not a sponsor. No. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Bang! Fine. Threw that in there. Yeah. I mean, you know. Or you could say it's a uh, turning point for some friendships, if you will. I've seen things break apart over a condiment. What are you talking about? Like relationships. Over a condiment? Yes. Okay, I had no idea where you are going with that, but... Continue, continue, please explain. Not the smoothest transition. No, no, other than that, I just, I didn't, tell me what you mean. Well, I was at a restaurant, not going to say the name, (laughs) but a couple. Likely not a sponsor. They had hot dogs, I'll say that. There was a couple arguing about whether or not to put ketchup on the hot dog. (laughs) The guy wanted mustard, Mm -hmm. the lady wanted ketchup. Were they sharing a hot dog? No, that's weird. (laughs) Well, then why are they arguing about it? Because he was adamant. That ketchup does not belong on a hot dog. And he got so mad he walked out of the place when she put it on her hot dog. A couple thoughts here. I think it's just two, which is a couple. It is. Correct. But, um, first, they probably have other issues with their relationship. Probably so. (laughs) And this is just... But this is all I saw. A result, right, right. Um, second, I don't understand why anyone would think you shouldn't put ketchup on a hot dog. Even if you like... gross? Even if you... No, 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 no. Even if you like mustard better... It's still common hot dog condiment or hot yes, dog ketchup topic. is definitely a common you can't hot act dog. Like it's not. It's just not good though. So I'm gonna side with the the lady in this. Well, yeah, you should all side with the lady. It's a damn hot dog. Right, right. <laughs> However, ketchup on a hot dog is disgusting. Though, if you've ever like, normally when you pour the ketchup out, once you pop the cap off and you squeeze. There's, like, liquid that comes out that's not That's really... why you gotta, like, shake it first or bang it on the counter. Well, so, my method is, um, I just squeeze that into the trash can. Once I've squeezed, once, uh-huh. I, once the liquid's been squeezed out, then I actually put the ketchup on the plate. Well, the newer ketchup bottles don't have that problem. Well, the one... They I... have the little ceiling, you just put pressure on it, it's all ketchup, no water. The one I bought this it year... It also depends on the brand. The one I... Yeah, and... Whatever. It's a little pro tip there for all, all you all you ketchup consumers out there. Squeeze out the liquid into the trash can so then when you actually pour it out, you'll have just normal ketchup that's not diluted. Well what about the sink? I mean you could. That makes more sense. Sure. Whatever's closer, it doesn't matter. Yeah, the floor. Yeah. <laughs> just the the hot dog. <laughs> the toilet. <laughs> I hope you're not making a hot dog in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, that's a euphemism. <laughs> Are you in the bathroom making hot dogs? <laughs> yeah, well, are they turkey or beef hot dogs is the question. I've never had a turkey hot dog. I would not know what that tastes like. I've had turkey corn dogs, I think. Do those exist? Well, so maybe it's a corn dog with, it's like a mixture of meats, and I think one of them is turkey. Well, I've had frozen chicken patties with rib meat. 
Oh, yeah. Well, that's a common thing. That's... Well, why do they call them chicken patties? Because it's marketing. No one wants to buy a rib meat patty. That just well, sounds... Well, a McRib. Well, yeah, but... Which that... are delicious, by the way. No, no, you're wrong. <laughs> McRibs are, like, just terrible. I will take the McRib sponsorship. He can just fuck off. Oh, uh, yeah. You take the McRib, I'll take the Waffle House. Hey, we're, sh- we're sharing the Waffle House. You'll get. You'll only get your sponsorship once every, like, four years. I'll get mine every night after McRib midnight. definitely comes back more than once a year. Does? Pretty sure. Okay, well, you'll get yours, like, twice a year, and I'll get my sponsorship every night after midnight. Weird time. That's when people go to Waffle House. That's when, when all the derelicts go to Waffle right, House. Right, right. Most of the time, I go to Waffle House during the day, because... <laughs> you got your druggies, your prostitutes. Or just people are drinking. Yeah. Which is common in a college town or something like that. That's true. So. Well, how many Waffle Houses were around... USC when you went there. Yeah, I went to Columbia, everyone. US University of South Carolina, the real USC. Boom. Suck it, Trojans. Go Gamecocks. Cox. We were, we were there first. You pieces of shit. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> the damn Waffle House is around campus. Oh. Um, I think that I, there's only one I know of because it was uh, walking distance from where I lived, which was pretty great. So, Well, Columbia is I mean. pretty close to the hub of Waffle House itself, Atlanta. Hey, shout out to Atlanta. I used to live there as of, uh, or I, I lived there about a month ago. He had roughly 27 Waffle Houses. Oh, glorious. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh... That's a big number. It's not true. The, well, the, the, the highway... I thought you actually looked up how many Waffle Houses no, were in Atlanta. that's 27? Just uh, near your house? The highway, um, was closest to my house. Beaufort in, Highway? In Atlanta. No, no, no. No? 285, the perimeter. Oh, that was the the one that was closest to my house. There was a Waffle House on both sides of the exit. You could you could stand in the parking lot of one and see the other. To me, it's just a beautiful thing. It's a sign of what America gets right. Yes, Waffle House is definitely something America got right. One day, once I'm wealthy, I will buy a Waffle House near where I live. How much do you need for a Waffle House? You probably, I mean, the, the franchise setup fee is probably not more than two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, there's no way. And if you're wealthy, it's nothing. But I'm really just going to buy it so I can get my own free, free hash browns. Well, that's a good <laughs> good point there. Yeah. However, Waffle House is not there for aesthetics. Well, you know what It's I'll there do? for good food. I'll make mine look pleasing to the eye. They all look the same. Well, I'll make mine... They out. all have to look the same. I'll make mine not look the same. That's against the whole company guidelines. I'll just pay the fines. No, you won't. Then you can't have your free hash browns. Well, I can. I'll just have to eat more hash browns to 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 even it out. It'll look the same. Yeah. We're not going to go back and forth on Waffle House appearance. That's correct. Just uh, know you go there for good, cheap food. Yeah, so in like 30 years, um, wherever I'm living, be on the lookout for my Waffle House. Hopefully sooner than that. I hope I'm wealthier sooner than that. Well, it's up to you. Yeah. I feel like we've been talking a lot about Waffle House. It's probably true. Now, going out to eat, such as Waffle House, mm-hmm. while cheap... Or going out to eat. Some people may consider as a waste of money. I mean, it, it depends on the restaurant, but in general, you are going to save money by cooking at home. But the problem is, you got to be able to cook stuff that you want to eat. That's true. <laughs> a lot of people like going out for convenience. Right. Not just to spend money for no reason. And it makes sense. Right. We've all done it. Let's say you're on the road for business or just out of your house. Right. Or you're just tired and you don't feel like cooking. Nothing in the fridge. Yep. Now, there are some simple, good recipes that don't cost a whole lot that take about 20 minutes. Yeah, I mean, you probably know better than I do. I'm I'm not a world-class chef here. Well, neither am I, but I know how to cook. (laughs) I don't. <laughs> for I, mean, example, I, I do, but I don't. Go ahead. For example, I had this one meal that I cooked. I believe it was Monday night. Right, and today is August 9th, 2018. So that would have so. been August 6th, right, right. 2018. Right. Here's what I did. Mm-hmm. I went to a local store called The Fresh Market. Not a sponsor. Yes, not a sponsor. Would love it. Great stuff. All natural. Mostly organic. Mm-hmm. Now, what I did was, I went there, I bought a pound of shrimp, mm-hmm. 
peeled and deveined. Important, extremely important, but yes. we don't have to talk about that. Makes it a lot easier to prepare. Right. I bought one avocado, one tomato, one jalapeno. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I buy? Some tortillas. A thing of a full jar of sour cream, maybe eight ounces. One lime, and all this. Oh, limes are important. Sorry to like. Limes can really make food good. good. Okay, well, we will talk about limes here in a minute. Sure. <laughs> limes, not a sponsor. No, no. <laughs> not yet. And all that costs about $20, and I've only used about half of it for one meal. Nice. Which seems like a lot. It's kind of expensive. But I eat a lot. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, so what I did was I made shrimp tacos. Mm. And let me tell you. Some of the freshest stuff Ooh. I've ever had. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Here's here's what I did. I got the shrimps. I cut the tails off. I seasoned them with olive oil, chili powder, garlic powder, onion powder, pinch of salt, pinch of pepper. Shook it all up. Got them evenly coated. Put it in a bag. Sealed the bag airtight. Let the flavor soak in for about half an hour. Put it in the fridge. Then, I took the tomato, avocado, half a lime. also bought cilantro. Cilantro. Oh, I thought you didn't like cilantro. Love cilantro. Me too. Big fan. Good. Smells good, tastes good. Good. Adds flavor in general. Yep. So cilantro, avocado, tomato, lime juice, jalapeno, and a dash, a very, very small dash of scorpion pepper hot sauce. <laughs> it is very hot. Yeah. If you cannot handle hot sauce, stay away. No. You will use too much the first time. Yeah. So I put that all, I chopped it all up in chunks, not bits, chunks, put it in a hand crank food processor, four cranks, makes a salsa. You put that on the bottom of the tortilla, put five shrimps, that you pan sear in olive oil, cover in the spices on top of the salsa. And what I made for the top of that is a cilantro lime dressing. Ooh, that sounds really good. What it was was a quarter cup of sour cream, half a lime worth of lime juice, and finely chopped cilantro. Super easy, super good. Squirt that on top of the shrimps, fold it up like a taco, done. Sounds really good. It was really damn good. However, I will say I did not de-seed the tomatoes, so the salsa was a bit runny. That's the only flaw. It tasted great. Simple, took 20 minutes. There you go. Looks like we're a cooking podcast, too. Hey, I can throw down in the kitchen, son. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, someday we'll get a recipe book and we'll uh, get a publisher to publish it for us. I will say, I, I looked up a recipe for that, put my own little spin on it, with the, with the scorpion sauce. Yeah, I mean, it's, you, you want to you always put a twist on it. For me, it's right. always just throwing vanilla on a recipe. Never go by the book. I tend to wing most things. On the other hand, I am not the same quality of chef. What would you say your best dish is? Besides cereal. Besides <laughs> cereal. Um... I say Rubens. Do you make Rubens or just eat them? I do make Rubens. Rubens are the one thing where I can, I can make it uh, a comparable level or comparable quality to a restaurant. I will say Paul's favorite sandwich by far has to be the Reuben. That's correct. And I can make a Reuben. He loves a ton of sauerkraut. Yeah. Well, no. Uh, so you want to have enough sauerkraut. Can you tell the people what goes on a Reuben? Sure. So it's a uh, rye bread. Gotta be rye. Right. It, it has to be rye. Um, then you have uh, sliced corned beef. Then you it has have, to be corned beef too. Correct. Yes. And then you have the sauerkraut. Right. And actually, before the sauerkraut, you want to put on your Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese has to be Swiss. And then Thousand Island dressing. Yes, Thousand Island. Light spread for me. Right. Some people like it thicker. Well, so I'm kind of medium. I've done thick. I've done light. I like it right in the middle. You just gotta get the right amount, I think. But, to each their own. Yeah, I, I've 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 been to restaurants where they um, didn't put enough on it and it was missing something. I've been to restaurants where the the sauerkraut was almost not there 
and it was missing something. Do you tend to send these back? They're not to your liking. I mean, as much as I'd like to say I'm some, you know, I've not ever sent it back. <laughs> I think. Um, well, if it's way wrong, you got to do something. Yeah. Well, I so I've actually uh, when I was in Atlanta, there was one restaurant I went to a few times, and first time I got it, the Reuben was horribly combined. Basically, they the the meat was on one side of the sandwich, and the sauerkraut and the cheese and stuff was like on the other. So it was not a uniform sandwich. It's not layered properly. Correct. It was terrible. Um, and so I went back again, and I had it again. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it was not as good, but this time it was a little more uniform. And also, the problem with both the first two times was they they overcooked the bread. You got to get it just right. But I went back a third time and just. At a moment of pure madness, I ordered it again, and it was actually that is the definition of well, insanity. No, but this time it worked out. It wasn't bad, so it was third time the charm. Right, right. It was. Uh, it worked. Other cliches. Yeah, I guess I can. I can keep throwing them out there. You know, I, I gave it hundred ten percent when I was eating it, <laughs> and it just you know it just didn't work. Except for the third time. Third time's the charm on that one. But it was. It was. You know, I've, I've had a lot of different Rubens. You can really go wrong. It's not It's not hard to get right, though. No. Kind of don't go too crazy. Make sure everything's in the right order. You put enough of it. You're good to go. You know what? Talking about sandwiches has me thinking. Me, the best way to eat a sandwich or most sandwiches. Oh, here we go. I know where this is going. Yep, yep. And it's bullshit. No, no, no. The best way to eat sandwiches is to take the sandwich and flip it upside down and then eat it. Same with a burger. Same with, you know, handheld. Well, I think you have to make it specific to a burger. Well, no, because my Rubens I flip upside down sometimes. Or Rubens I get from restaurants. Well, if both pieces of bread are the same, is it really an upside down? Yes. Or top side, if you will? Yes. And I'll tell the people why. Because most of the time, if you're ordering something from a restaurant, Mm -hmm. they put the sauce on top. Yes. So by flipping it upside down, the sauce is on the bottom. So when you're biting into it, one of the first things your tongue is touching, once you've once you've bit into the burger, you really get the flavor of the sauce instead of it just being later on in the bite. It's right there, right at the beginning. It just hits you. So you're going Thousand Island down on the Reuben. Right. Though my Reuben's, I put it on both sides so I don't have to flip it. Oh, good call. But um, as a general rule, I flip things upside down so I make sure I get the sauce, uh, full effect of the sauce. I am in total disagreement. <laughs> well, that's okay. I like to bite through the meat first, let the sauce hit the roof of your mouth. No, but then you can't taste it. Yeah, you can. You gotta chew it up real good. It all makes a big mess in there. Right, but until you've chewed it up, it's just not as good. Right, that's why you chew food. Well, you still chew it. You don't just swallow whole chunks of food. But it's not like the 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 dress the sauce disappears um, after I've chewed it when I flip it upside down. The sauce I don't know. is still there. We're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. I just you know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna need some uh, some support here, all our listeners on August 9th, twenty eighteen. Mark the tape, people. Right, right. August- bun down, bottom bun down, or bottom bun up. Right, right, and it just makes sense. As a general rule, unless you're making the sandwich or you know there's there's sauce on both sides, you flip it upside down so you make sure you get the sauce in that initial hit of flavor. If I'm making a sandwich, it's always top side with sauce, no sauce on bottom. Top side with sauce. Right, right. But it's not as good that way. Well, that's of your opinion. I Man. guess. Yep, yep. But you know what? I think I'm right. Well, don't we all? That's correct, yeah. <laughs> I guess that's now, I will say, one of the most underrated sandwiches has to be a meatloaf sandwich. Have you ever had a meatloaf sandwich? No. What it is, is a meatloaf, but it's not fresh. It's left over one day. Oh, that's you cool. You put a big slab of it on bread with a little bit of mustard on top, another piece of bread. So good. Undervalued. Sure. Steal of the draft. If you will. Still the draft, yep. Late late round pick that really pans out. We got a sixth, you. seventh round pick with a meatloaf sandwich. Yep, beautiful. Definite contributor on your team. Ruben's obviously the first overall pick. Mm, debatable. Give me give me one that's above a Ruben. 
Oh, there are quite a few I can think of. Yeah, right. You got the Italian sandwich. What, what goes on in Italian? That is ham, mm-hmm. capicola, mm-hmm. salami, mm-hmm. provolone, mm-hmm. and if you want veggies, you can have veggies. I feel like an Italian sub, you have to cut the meat pretty thin. It is rather thin, yeah, but there's a lot of it. But if I meat, also, it has to be on Italian bread. Sliced meat is better when it's thick. It's part of the reason why Ruben's so good because of the corned beef. Well, how thick is thick? In your opinion. I mean, pretty darn thick. It can't be something you can just like, you know, a light bite and it, it breaks. You got to really just, it's got to be thick Well, it shouldn't thick. break, period. That's just dry meat. Well, break isn't necessarily the right word. When you bite into it with your teeth, it shouldn't give instantly. Okay. It should be a little thicker. And something about the meat tastes better. That so way you're also. talking like cardstock compared to paper. Yep, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Maybe mm-hmm. a little thicker than cardstock, though. Or well, not heavy yeah. cardstock. Actually, yeah, there's no there's no paper that's realistically as thick as corned beef in a room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I would hope not. No, I, maybe maybe. Uh, but then you're talking like a slab of a, a you 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 cut out a piece of tree. <laughs> <laughs> I will say one time, well, more than once, mm-hmm. I took a whole steak, like a sirloin steak, mm-hmm. about a half inch thick, put that in between two pieces of bread with a one on it. Steak sandwich. Really uh, good. Yeah, that's. I'm sure that's good. If you don't got time to sit and cut each bite of a steak... That's true. Put it on a bun or bread and walk around with it. I'm a convenience guy when it comes to food. Yeah. I uh, When I used to work a 30 to 5.30 job, Ugh. and um, for breakfast, for me it was a convenience thing. I had a, a tub of oats in my at my desk, and I would just pour the oats into a bowl... Put some hot water on it and eat it because it was quick and it filled me up and it was cheap. That sounds like the most disgusting thing on the planet. I was probably the only person in the office who would actually do it and I'm fine with that, <laughs> but it was worth it. Cause... I eat oats as well, but I add brown sugar. Yeah, I mean, so that's fine. For me, the sugar doesn't add much to it. It makes it edible. It's edible. I my I feel like the oats by themselves were edible. You're just eating lumpy paste. They didn't taste good, but they were edible. I was only doing it fill me up, so I didn't have to worry about it anymore. Be healthy enough because it's it's not like you know just a ton of bacon in the morning, super fatty mm. and greasy. Mm. And shout out to bacon, right? Not a sponsor. <laughs> it was just you know it, it it served its purpose. Sure, it wasn't the greatest thing ever. But that's all right. If you're only looking at food as fuel, I can see your point. Fuel units. Yep, exactly. But if you want something to taste good, to start your day off right, right, you gotta add some brown sugar or fruit or something else to sweeten it up. Well, so so Ty Pennington calls food or calls money fuel units. I think that's what he says. The hell. So if we're talking, he's the guy who uh, I know who he is. And his Lamborghini and his Lamborghini machine. I don't care what he drives. Right, right, yeah. He seems to think people do, but uh, he was uh, he called money fuel units. So if you're calling, uh, what were we just talking about? Ty Pennington being weird. No, no. What what did you call fuel? Food. If you're calling fuel fuel food fuel units. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> it's late on August 9th, 2018. I'm just trying to what get What is the timestamp here? It is 10, 11 p.m. August 9th, 2018, which is a Thursday. Last week's episode was on August 2nd, 2018, also a Thursday, but now we're on August 9th. But yeah, so he if we call food fuel units, or fuel, and Ty Pennington calls money fuel units... Maybe money and food are interchangeable. It's Maybe a, he's eating money. It's oh, that's how he does it. He it, seems like a weird guy. It's like South Park, where uh, uh, Magic Johnson just pumped a bunch of money into his blood, and it cured him of his diseases. I can honestly say I haven't seen that. Uh, yep. Well, I can honestly say I don't know if you're missing out or not because I don't remember the episode much. I enjoy South Park in general. Yeah, yeah. Because it's hilarious. It is. It is. South Park, not a sponsor. Not, not yet. Trey Parker, Matt Stone, shout out. Not sponsors. Y'all made a great show. Keep it up. Yeah. Basketball, though, not a great movie. Don't know what that is, but that's okay. It's, uh, ugh. Yep. Well, I don't know. Do we? I, I guess we got to kind of wrap it up. Yeah, we got to think of a last little outro here. 
Little conclusion to the whole podcast, if yeah, you will. So let's see, what have we talked about today? We've we, talked about fast food. We've talked about bachelor parties, food. wedding planning, right, right, Waffle House. So, so some tips for wedding planning: consider hiring a planner, a wedding planner. Makes your life a lot easier. Your wallet lighter. Right. Well, if if you have a budget, though, try and fit them in there because it'll save you a lot of stress. It'll make the process um, smoother and a little more enjoyable, but. You know, it's also if you don't do it because it save money, you can do it yourself, and just know that you'll get through it and it'll be worth it in the end. I had another wedding tip, but I don't remember what it was. Wedding tips? Um, well, you said the wedding planner thing. Right, right. There's another one. Um, we'll come back to it. Maybe we won't. We'll see if I remember. Um, to be determined. We did a few would you rather's. We learned that. Um, there are 1.6 billion homeless people in the world. According to Wikipedia. Which is a staggering number, and Wikipedia always right. Really, 100% though, of the time. I mean, they pretty much are, but... Super accurate. You're not allowed to cite them. We know. We know. And then, and then we talked about, uh, is it really that bad when fast food restaurants mess up your order? And I think we both agreed it's not really. It's not really that bad. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, it's annoying. It is, but... It's a minor inconvenience. You know what you're getting into. Right. You're not you're not paying for Chipotle. You're paying for McDonald's. You're not going to one of Gordon Ramsay's restaurants. Right. Unless it's a terrible kitchens one. Terrible Poor, kitchens? Where it's poorly run kitchens. That's not the name of anything. I don't know these shows. There's one called Kitchen Nightmares. Unless it's a Kitchen Nightmare That's a great one. show. Everyone who's listening knew exactly what I was talking about. I don't think so. There's not a single person listening who didn't know what I was the talking about. The point is that's a great show. I watch it every day. Right. Gordon Ramsay is fantastic. Shout out to Gordon Ramsay. Not a sponsor. Not a sponsor yet. Not neither is this show. Nope, no, not sponsored by Kitchen Nightmares or, or the channel Fox, Fox Broadcasting Company. Not sponsors. Nope, not yet. Not yet. Maybe we'll be on Fox someday. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be on the news. Shout out to Fox. Regular Fox. I don't want to be on the news. Not Fox News. Maybe we'll be on the news someday. I Fox I, Broadcasting. I can I dream of the day when we were actually tied up in controversy. This podcast? Because that means we've made it. <laughs> I mean, we can just talk about controversial shit. No, but like, I want to be somewhat reasonable controversy where we can explain our ways out of it. Oh, okay. Not just bullshitting. <laughs> no, no. I don't. I don't want to be just say something extremely offensive and then just lose lose a bunch of viewers and be controversial that way. I wonder who's done that before. Plenty of people. I don't. <laughs> I'm sure the list goes on. And hmm. It grows. If more only there more. were a famous, controversial right wing guy, right wing, who had a web show that just got banned from Twitter. I'm human. I can't think of it. Me neither. Ah, moving on. The human in me can't, can't remember. <laughs> we. Uh, what else did we do? We talked about. Uh, remember when fast food was the three dollars instead of now it's six plus most of the time well that's just inflation that applies to most things right yep especially darn, food darn that inflation ramen noodles have gone from 10 cents a pack to 25 cents a pack yeah out fucking rageous yeah how are these college kids gonna survive they're gonna die right ramen think of the kids ramen <laughs> mm. or maruchan or whatever they're coming maruchan maruchan I probably butched that big time I can't believe I remembered it I don't eat ramen <laughs> well, you're missing out. Right. Well, I, I've, I've eaten ramen. I don't. Well, I, I would take two packs at once, crush them up, water in the bowl, microwave for two minutes, take it out, seasoning, hot sauce, stir it up, microwave one minute, take it out, cheese, more hot sauce. Yep. Bam, done. Yep. Well, cheap, quick, good. And and that that leads us to our just last like the shrimp tacos. Our last little topic: recipes. Drew's got the hookups. He told you how to make shrimp tacos. and I can tell you how to make good-ass chili. Chili. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Spaghetti's easy, but you got to put a spin on it. Right. Like right. always. So what we can do, we can have a cook-off sometime. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just, we know how that's going to go. We'll be given ingredients, and I'll just show you my cooking prowess. Kind of like the show Iron Chef. Right, right. I mean, basically. Shout out to Iron Chef. Yeah, not a sponsor. Norris Food Network. Nope, not a sponsor. But today, it's only August 9th, 2018. They, right. could, they may be a sponsor on August 9th, 2019. We'll, we'll keep you posted. Gotta keep trying for all the sponsors. I'm sure, I'm sure if they're a sponsor, you will hear from us at least 20 times. Shout out to Iron Chef Morimoto, my favorite. Right, not a sponsor. <laughs> he himself is not, no. <laughs> shout out to Ramen and Maruchan. Big shout out to Ramen. 
Found me through a lot of poor times. Right, right. Living in Spartanburg. That's how it goes. Spartanburg, South Carolina, for those who don't know. Pantry full of ramen and Mountain right, Dew right. and ravioli. But now on August 9th, 2018, our pantry is no longer full of ramen. Shout out to Mountain Dew. Right, right. Shout out. Not, not a sponsor. PepsiCo, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. So, yeah, I guess we'll we'll uh, we'll get this recipe book started and, and maybe we'll say it'll probably be about 20 years, but we'll get it started. <laughs> 20 years. 20 years. Give or take 20 years. A couple of decades worth of recipes. <laughs> yeah, you know, we really have to build it up. Most most uh, most high-level chefs need to really think through the recipe, and they, they build it up over time, and they build out their own style. Constantly failing at the recipe before right, they right. finally nail it. So one day I'll really master the art of tasteless oats. <laughs> Just a bowl of gray. Right, right. And it's just going to be perfect. Or slightly tanned. The, the consistency will be smooth as possible. It'll be like you're drinking milk. That's, that just sounds gross. <laughs> no, no, no. Trust me. Just just give me another 20 years, give or take 20, and I'll figure it out. Life goals. Right. Making right. smooth oats. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I think I think that about wraps it up. Laura Hall, do you have anything you left, left you want to share? She was lying on her bed next to the window. Nope, nope. Uh, that's Bing and the normal lazy dog she is. That's my nice nice little pup. How about you, Sass? My nice cat. Do you have anything else you want to share? Look the cat. I don't see the cat. So she, she can hear me. It's, it's not that big oh, of a Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't sound like she has anything. So uh, I guess that kind of wraps it up. We'll see you today's August 9th, 2018. I think we'll, uh, you know, we're probably on the same level we were August 2nd, 2018. But now right. now on the 9th, I think we've... We have improved a little bit just because that's how it goes. Hopefully next week on August 16th, 2018. Right, right. Thursday, we, another Thursday. We will be a level higher. Yeah, and it'll probably be raining a little harder. Yeah, definitely going to be rain. <laughs> so in like in, in three months after we've done it every Thursday, the rain just intensifies a little bit each time. A little bit. And then we'll have a just a complete flood, so we may not be able to record anymore. We will be underwater. The uh, state of South Carolina, the governor, who's... I don't know who it is right now. I believe it's McMaster. McMaster will be... Not sure of the first name. Henry. Henry. Henry? Henry McMaster will be calling us up, begging us to no longer record. Because <laughs> the weather just keeps getting worse every time we do it. And we're just going to say, sorry, Henry. The people need us. And uh, are now... Let's see, what do we have? Like 12 followers in three months? They'll Ooh. be really digging it, so... Three months or three podcasts? Um, three months. Wow. Well, because we have to give it enough time for the rain to really build up and be a monsoon. Right. Yeah. If we weather the storm, our followers will also weather the podcast storm. Exactly. And become full-time listeners. That's right. Listeners, please. We love you. We need you to come back. Right now, we are talking to each other and very few of you... (laughs) We, we need got, more we got of a you. solid outro right now. Yeah, yeah, we need more of you. Yeah, it just doesn't seem to end. I think that's a trademark of this show. Hey, check us out on Castbox. We are now on Castbox.fm. Right, Stitcher eventually will be on iTunes when they decide to allow my uh, Windows PC to work on Apple products. We'll get there. We'll get there. So just go on Castbox.fm and search for the Last Straw. Right, we got a logo coming soon. Social media coming soon. Right, right. Um, and so that about wraps up. You got anything else, Drew? Nothing more to add. And remember, everyone, this last straw does not suck. <laughs>